Yeah. And, you know, that's a very good point because, you know, there are a lot of these um, hormone balancing pills or supplements and stuff, but if you don't really know what you're putting in to your body, you could actually be doing yourself more harm, if you want to say, than benefit. Mm -hmm. And so this is a perfect example. Estrogen dominance is really common in our society nowadays, probably one of the most common hormonal imbalances. So estrogen dominance means when your estrogen's high. But there's two reasons why your estrogen could be high, because it's the ratio between estrogen and progesterone. So your body really could be producing too much estrogen, or your body might not be producing enough progesterone. So it makes the estrogen look high. And I share this because DIM is a common supplement that helps with metabolizing estrogen. And it's a great supplement to take if your estrogen is too high because your body's producing too much. Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, speaker, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and I am talking all things money and business. Today's episode is sponsored by freemoneytipsbook.com, freemoneytipsbook.com. Head over there, download your free copy ebook, Seven Unshakable Tips to Get You Started on Your Financial Journey. Today's episode, I am interviewing Kim with Sacred Womb Cycles, and she's going to teach us how you use your menstrual cycle to be a better businesswoman. Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money podcast. On today's episode, I have Kim. Welcome to the show, Kim. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. Yeah, thanks for saying yes. I would love to start off with our audience to get to know you a little bit more. Talk about the story behind what you're now doing today. Sure. Um, I love telling my story. So I'm a women's hormone health coach and womb healer. And before I even got into that, I was an occupational therapist and working in Western medicine. And in 2017, I did my first bikini competition. And so I got to say, I also am a yoga therapist and have a personal training background, but a little ignorance on my own part. I trusted my coach when I went through the journey of my first bikini competition And I ended up losing my period for eight months. So loss of a period for three or more months is known as amenorrhea. And I thought, oh, I'll get it back as soon as the show is done. Well, it didn't come back. And when I went to the doctor, the only thing the doctor had to offer me was birth control, which I refused. And at the time I lived in LA and I was very involved in the women's wellness community there. And being in healthcare is very open about what I was going through. And I started hearing a common theme. I feel so alone. The only thing my doctor has to offer me is birth control, or maybe in some instances, surgery, or my doctor brushes me off and says it's normal. For example, period pain is normal. And I was like, I want to be a change for this. And so from there, I actually ended up healing myself uh, through nutrition, lifestyle management. I did see an acupuncturist, which was helpful and was taking some herbal supplements. And a big thing was scaling back and listening to my body and learning to slow down. So I healed myself and actually ended up competing four more times, didn't lose my period. 
And through that, then I started studying more specific into women's health. So now um, I have my training in functional nutrition, fertility, and I recently just did another certification in Tao and Tantra healing arts for women. So that involves a lot of somatic work and a lot of ancient Eastern medicine. Yeah. And when we first met, this is this is a, a fascinating topic for me because one, I know quite a few people who competed and they say the same thing, like they lose their period. They think it's going to come back. Some do, some don't. And for me personally, I was on birth control for like 20 years. And so once I got off of that, my period disappeared. I was 39 at the time. And the doctor just said, oh, early menopause, you know, that just happens. And so I kind of just accepted it and never did any further research. So I love what you're doing and what you're teaching. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the functional side of what you do. Kind of how do you dive in with your clients? You know, what are you seeing? How do you approach the business side of things? Go more in depth into that. Yeah. So I think a big thing with me is I or treat the person, right? Instead of just like a doctor, just like take the pill. So a big part of it is I always say the superficial level is looking at nutrition and your exercise and lifestyle. Let's look at that. Let's look at your gut health. What's, what's going on there. Right. And from that, then we go in through layers. What, it, what's happening emotionally when these symptoms started, what is going on? Did you have a big significant shift in your life? Could be a divorce, could be pregnancy, could be a loss of a job, breaking up with a partner. These things we don't even realize have a huge impact of our, on our body. And we could go even further. What happened to you in childhood? So this is some of the stuff that I look at, and it's maybe not the first thing that I'm going to like dive into because someone could get really intimidated by that. But I think when we start just with nutrition, our lifestyle, the simple things that we could start making changes, you're going to see a big difference. And I think, especially with this um, podcast, something else that I love teaching women about and is a big part of my coaching is cycle syncing and understanding the different phases of your cycle. So we have our follicular phase, which is, you know, right after a period ovulation, when we're fertile luteal phase, which is around the time, a lot of time you hear PMS and then our menstrual phase, that is time of our period. So there's different foods, different exercise, different lifestyle, different sex positions, and even different ways us women can be running our business through each of these phases. So I like to educate women on this stuff because we're not like men. We're not linear mm -hmm. and our mood's going to shift. Our energy is going to shift. And when you understand that, that's a game changer. Like then you are empowered. And I like to say, then you get to be a badass in all areas of your life and you're not going to feel burnt out. Yeah, I like that too. So different phases of, of your body, you know, taking that and understanding that the science behind all of that, but also it's like the decision making, the emotional part of it as women, we, we do tend to make decisions based on emotions. And if your emotions are changing at each cycle during the month, then you need to be able to understand that. So you're not making decisions that perhaps could affect your business, or your personal life, because you just don't know what's going on with your body. Um, so you touched on nutrition a little bit. I know that you've been through kind of posting on Facebook about, you know, how you changed your nutrition with the inflammation. Talk a little bit about that journey and what you went through and what you found for yourself personally. 
Yeah. So um, I'm not going to get into detail on what I went through. Uh, that is a, could be a whole other episode, but I went through a medical procedure, which also involved me taking antibiotics. And before this procedure, I hadn't even taken Advil in three years. So mm -hmm. my body was like in shock, like what is going on? And I kind of ballooned up. Now, granted, this was a time during COVID. So the gyms weren't open as much, but, and there is the, the before and after photo kind of, if you want to see on my Instagram, and I am currently 13 pounds lighter than I was last year. And I kept saying at that time, I'm like, this is all inflammation and swelling, like just me being bloated. I would look at food and I felt bloated. So in that time, in that shift, I didn't diet in this last year. I didn't actually diet. I didn't change my exercise. I really didn't change my my food and what I was eating significantly because I do eat pretty healthy. What I did is I got my lab work done and act, my hormones were actually all fine. But what was coming back is I do have inflammation in my body. So then, and I had to pay out of pocket for this. I went and did more um, specific testing on my gut. Like I'm telling you to the listeners, whoever's listening, that our gut impacts so much outside of our female hormones, our mental health, our gut is a big thing to look at, which Western medicine, I feel like isn't the first thing that they're going to go look at. Mm -hmm. So I looked at my gut and just the way my gut biome was at that time, my um, foods to avoid, they weren't my superfoods, were beets, carrots, and red peppers. And I was shocked because I'm like, I love all these foods and they're all so healthy. But just because of what was going on and the inflammation, my body could not break that down. So I eliminated those foods. I started eating more of my superfoods that was specific for my body at that time. I got a good probiotic um, through standard process. It's actually a company that I am affiliated with and uh, usually only medical professionals could get from them. So it is a high quality product. Uh, I did the probiotic, digestive enzymes, and then there were a few other things I know I was low at the time. I want to say it was vitamin A, vitamin D, maybe one other thing, but uh, and then really watching my stress too. That was like the other big thing. And yeah, like. I noticed, like, I mean, Angela, you've seen the photos, you know what I'm talking about. I noticed a big shift. And so for me, it was inflammation, but a lot of times like the gut health side of things shows up in other ways for women. And this could be missing periods, irregular periods. If you have PCOS, your symptoms start flaring up your hormonal acne, your period pain, um, migraines, heavy periods, all these things, a lot of it, you could start changing with making changes to your diet. Yeah, and that's very interesting too, because you went obviously the additional steps to get yourself checked out um, and there's testing available for that, but those are things that you don't even think about you're allergic to. Like people say, oh, I'm allergic to gluten or they're like nut allergies, things like that. But like carrots, you know, I would never think that anyone's allergic or, you know, doesn't process carrots properly. So knowing what, what's good for your own body is so key because, you know, when our bodies are healthy and our minds are healthy, then we can just contribute so much more, whether that's in our business or in our personal relationships. So knowing that those kind of tests are out there and available and versus like the commercials that you see on TV, like the probiotic stuff, you know, it's like, if you don't really understand what that is or what that means, then don't take it. Don't put the stuff into your body, right? Yeah. And, you know, that's a very good point because, you know, there are a lot of these um, 
hormone balancing pills or supplements and stuff. But if you don't really know what you're putting in to your body, you could actually be doing yourself more harm, if you want to say, than benefit. Mm -hmm. And so this is a perfect example. Estrogen dominance is really common in our society nowadays, probably one of the most common hormonal imbalances. So estrogen dominance means when your estrogen's high, but there's two reasons why your estrogen could be high because it's the ratio between estrogen and progesterone. So your body really could be producing too much estrogen or your body might not be producing enough progesterone. So it makes the estrogen look high. And I share this because DIM is a common supplement that helps with metabolizing estrogen. And it's a great supplement to take if your estrogen is too high because your body's producing too much. But if you start taking it, and your progesterone's actually low, and that's what's causing the estrogen dominance, then you're not addressing the, the problem. So that's why it's important to do your testing, know what's going on with your body, and then, you know, having a coach, having some su- type of support to guide you instead of, you know, checking out Dr. Google. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, you know, you kind of end up in a rabbit hole or a hamster wheel. You're like, I'm not feeling better and I'm spending all this money. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't Google anymore. Most of the time it's like you are dying and I don't want to know that. So (laughs) now if I'm a female entrepreneur, you know, I sold my business this year. I was under a lot of stress and I knew that it was physically like making me sick. So I got out from under that, but obviously not everyone can do that. So what are some like simple things that we can do that perhaps can help us um, if we don't have a huge budget, but at least get started on a healthier journey of some of the outside, like stress factors or, you know, things like that, that we can't quite do or can't do yet. What are some recommendations? So one thing like in specific, I'll speak into like being a female businesswoman or entrepreneur is actually understanding your cycle, which I mentioned before. So like when we have that time of the month, our period, and I get it sometimes, we can't like move our meeting, but when you start tracking your cycle and you know, you're like 28 days or 30 days, you could start planning around that. So those first two days of your period, if you can rest as much as possible, work from home, like don't plan your big meetings or your negotiations during that time, not your recording podcast day, because like, we just naturally aren't as vocal during those days. Right. And during our follicular phase in through ovulation, this is when our estrogen's rising. This is when our testosterone's rising. And with that, our creativity, our motivation, we naturally are more in our masculine. So that's when we could speak more clearly. That's when um, we are more determined too. Like there's like nobody stopping me right now. So that's when you want to like host your workshops, host your meetings, big presentations if you're a speaker, right? And then on the other side, once you uh, go on the other side of ovulation into our luteal phase, I know there's like a lot of like, oh, she's crazy and emotional and all this stuff. But you know what? That's when we're most connected to ourselves in the wild, we call it the wild woman. And this is a time to take a step back and maybe do your editing or your audits. So whether you're a writer, you could do check, you know, do that kind of stuff. If you're into numbers, do your editing or audits on your numbers. So that is time to like do more stuff on your own. And when you're not as much in, in the presence of people. So that is one way that you could kind of use your, uh, your whole cycle to your advantage. The other big thing, and I'll speak from this, from a nutrition side, ladies, don't skip breakfast. 
And if you're waking up constantly, not hungry, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that is a sign of a hormone imbalance potentially. So even if you're not super hungry, have something for breakfast and eat before drinking your coffee. Because with that, if you're not, if you're not eating and if you're just on coffee, your cortisol levels are going to shoot up. And then that's when you have those afternoon crashes or your brain fog. So you want to try have protein, healthy protein and fats with all your meals, especially with breakfast and, you know, a food with fiber. So that's where your vegetables come in, your sweet potato, um, you know, even like brown rice is fine, but you want to try pair that together. So eating healthy is super important. And then the other big thing I will say is setting boundaries. Like you said to me before, like when we first got on, like, thank you for saying yes. Well, I could have said no, if I didn't feel in alignment with this. Right. And think of how many times you have said yes to something and you're like, oh, I really don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So just remember when you are saying yes to somebody else or something else, and you're not in alignment, you're saying no to yourself. Mm. So there's so many things I think in the business world that we get asked to do, even if it's like, oh, could I try this for free? And like people want free services or free product for you. <laughs> I mean, I even, that I come across that often, right? So remembering a no is a sacred yes to you is like a really big thing. And one last thing I will say with that too, is going back to like cycle syncing is when you feel like superwoman at that second week, you're saying yes, yes, yes. And then all of a sudden that third week comes right before your period, you know, day 23. And you're like, oh my God, why did I say yes to all this stuff? Being mindful of that, being yeah. mindful of that. So um, yeah, like I said, once you start tracking your cycle, you, you'll start picking up on this stuff. And I'm not sure if you know this, but I created a journal and it's called the womb wisdom journal so that you can start tracking your own cycle. I explain more about the different phases and the different energies in each phase. And then you start tracking your cycle. So I know day, day 19 or 20, it's one of the two first thing in the morning up until noon, I'm so irritable. I don't even need to be around people. I'm just like, <laughs> like a tick uh, uh, like a time bomb ready to go off. And I I think it's that shift, or I know it's that shift going from ovulation, high energy into lower fall time energy of the luteal phase. So I need that time to adjust. So I know not to plan anything big on those two days of my cycle. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And some, and we're like thinking like, what the heck is wrong with me? But if you just (laughs) understood the days of the cycle, you know, like print it out, use the journal, like you said, um, if, if, is it available on Amazon, your website? Yes, it's or- on, yeah, it's on Amazon. What's it called again? Womb, like W-O-M-B, Womb Wisdom oh. Journal. Very good. So yeah, having something like that, like put it next to your bedside and, and track your days, track your cycle. Then you understand like, oh, this is why this is happening right now. Or I've got this meeting. I want to be, you know, incredible and have this a presentation or a big client. I should not schedule it around these days because I'm not going to be at my best, which means I'm not going to be at the best for the client. So that's very interesting because I think a lot of times people don't study that. We just think this is just the way it is and there's nothing I can do about it. It's who I am. But if you understand the cycle and then get into the gut health of stuff, you could really help, you know, change that a little bit for yourself and just live a happier life. And I'm all about, you know, being happy and living happy. So that's good information too. Um, I want to dive a little bit more into the nutrition. So I have heard that before. I'm a big, like I I make a good shake in the morning before um, I drink my tea because I find that the caffeine makes you not hungry, right? It kind of suppresses your appetite. 
And so yeah. a lot of people say I'm not hungry in the morning. It's because they had coffee and it suppressed their appetite. So I really like that point about eating. And then what are your beliefs around like, do you eat like 10 times a day? I mean, how do you go about making sure that you have enough nutrition for your body, but also um, we're busy. So how do we balance that? Oh, that's a good question. And there's so many schools of thought. I actually had this conversation yesterday with an Ayurvedic practitioner and, you know, Ayurveda is like you eat twice a day and you don't eat until you feel completely empty and digested. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it varies on woman to woman and what your, how your symptoms are showing up and how you are feeling. Uh, the biggest thing, and what I already said is I, I would personally believe is, you know, making sure you're having your healthy proteins, healthy fats with all your meals, because that's going to help with your blood sugar levels. So they're not spiking. So definitely eat your breakfast, right? We, we don't want to skip breakfast. And even with intermittent fasting, I know some people it works super, super well for them. It's not for everyone. And us women, most research, if you actually look on the research, most of it's on men. There's not much research done mm. on women's bodies. And because mm. our hormones do fluctuate throughout the month, we actually are more sensitive to not eating first thing in the morning. So ideally eat within one hour. And like I said, if you're not super hungry, then just like, you know, make a couple eggs with some avocado or so something like that. Or like you even said, like a shake, have a protein shake, throw a scoop of almond butter into it with mm. some fruit. Flaxseed is great, you know, so you're getting some healthy proteins, fats, and you got your fruit in there and it's still like in a drink. Yeah. Um, so th that would be the big thing. And, you know, you could finish eating, say seven o'clock. Like if you want to do a fast from seven till eight in the morning, that that's completely fine. And I'm, I'm like the queen of this. I always have like snacks with me <laughs> in the car, or like if I'm out and especially, I think this comes from when I used to compete, Right. Uh, I have my little cooler bag and, you know, some, it's not best to be like eating super fast. Cause that's not good for our digestion, but just, you know, packing some, whether it's nuts or doing like an apple with almond butter, something like that, instead of just eating just carbs, like it's so easy. I feel like to grab carbs on the go, but just, and I, it does take a little bit of planning. I'm, I'm one of those people I could eat cold chicken. Like I have a little, my little cooler bag and I'm eating cold chicken. <laughs> But like I said, I think it comes back from my competing days because I'm like, I have to eat right now. Yeah. Um, but that, that would kind of be my biggest thing. And, you know, you're just tuning into your body and just being okay. Like, am I really hungry uh, or am I eating because I'm bored or because I'm stressed? And the yeah, you, you don't want to starve yourself all day because that's when you're going to binge at night. You're going to have that big blood sugar crash. And what are you going to want to eat? You're going to want to eat unhealthy foods. So yeah. have a good, good breakfast. I actually had this conversation with a client yesterday. I'm like, you need to be eating more for breakfast, yogurt and fruits, not cutting it. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you're dehydrated too, right? You might think that you're hungry, but you actually haven't had enough water throughout the day too. I've heard that too. Yeah. That's very important. And uh, try not to drink tap water. I know like that seems like a common sense thing, but nowadays like our tap water just is not clean and something as simple as that could be messing with your hormones. Oh, very true. Okay. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit, Kim. I'm going to ask you a fun question. Um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? <sighs> I think it'd be like, I could just snap my fingers and heal 
the world, like heal whoever needs to be healed. I am a healer and, you know, just seeing whether people can access healthcare because financially they can't afford it or they, you know, they don't have supplies. When you think of like third world countries, um, that is something I, I wish I could do just like go like this and everybody's healed. <laughs> Yes. I love that. Awesome. So if our audience wants to get in touch with you, hire you, learn more about what you do, what's the best way for them to reach you? I'm most active on Instagram. It's just my name, Kim Billick, B as in boy, I-L-Y-K underscore. Uh, you could also find me. My website is sacred womb cycles. I'm on Facebook a little bit, not too much. It's my name as well. And um, I also do have a podcast myself. And it is called Power and Pleasure, All Things Women's Health Uncensored, because we know social media likes to censor us. So <laughs> I say my podcast is raw and juicy and a lot of real talk. You're good. And I talk about everything on there from thyroid health to improving your sex life. Uh, I have an episode on sexual assault and an episode on herpes. Like we actually talk about the things people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Love that too. And we're on a podcast here. So definitely go check out that podcast as well. Thank you so much, Kim, for coming on Empower Her Money. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into Empower Her Money podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast and leave a review wherever you are tuning in.